Hello, my friend. Welcome back to class number six. It is wonderful to be here, wonderful to be chatting with you. Over the last couple of days, I took some time off. I disconnected from this particular process of work. I put my focus on some of the other things that I'm busying myself with in terms of building Elysium. And it feels great. I mean, I took maybe two and a half, three days off, but over the last day, I've been itching to get back to this, to get back to our journey, our adventure. I think that's what happens when we disconnect. It's such full work that we're doing. We're really in it. We're challenging ourselves. We're looking in the soul mirror of what we're up against, what holds us back. Every day, we're challenging ourselves from different angles, and we're making such great progress but it comes from earned excellence. It comes from work. Pushing ourselves, unleashing an Olympic spirit, is awesome, is everything. But we need to take care of ourselves. We have a long-term view. Isn't that why acting training programs are sometimes two years and three years? There's no way that it's two, three years of information that they're sharing with us. In that time, a developing artist gets to build habits gets to turn the things they learn into instinct. You get to get that information. You get to struggle with that information and personalize it. Find out how to get it moving at the beat of your heart. Once that happens, you get to try it out on different things. You get to come in with discoveries and challenges over two and three years. You get to learn things that make it easier, more personalized, more yours. Then, when capability starts to show itself, when it becomes the way you work and it makes things easier and moves you forward, each of those tools that you're learning over a two-year program, over a three-year program, by the time you're done, well, I guess the point is that they should be something that's just your instinctual teammate, and there for you in life. Two to three years is what can be used to build habits and instincts. We're doing that in a more concentrated fashion. Me and you, through this time-space continuum, we just keep on adding new tools, new muscle builders, new exercises, new perspectives, things that you can do every single day that strengthen the muscles that you'll need to live truthfully through any imaginary circumstances at your highest level with personal professional pride. And our pacing is more organic. It's more up to you. We're going at your pace and at your time. I'm not there in a way that I can manage that with you or remind you that it's so important that you love what you do that you're feeling good about what you do, that you have the energy to do what you do. I know it takes effort. I don't want it to only be comfortable. I love the challenge. I love lifting up those weights in the gym and feeling those muscles shake. That's when I know I'm up against it, that as I do this work, I'm growing. I want there to be work, but I also want to share with you that I took a couple of days off. And man, the itch and the excitement to get back to it is something I feel that's so important to this long-term growth of building all these muscles in our artistry, in our instrument, and in our craft. That recharge phase, that phase that lets you love what you're doing and hunger to get back to it. I took a couple of days between class number five and here in class number six, and I want to just recommend that you keep an eye out for yourself, that you find the pace and the time, and remember... There are other people who are doing this type of work over two to three years. We've got the Elysium aesthetic behind us, so we won't need two to three years. We have a concentrated core of powerful tools, but this is learning time. 
This is time to make everything easier forever in life. This is your time where you don't have to worry about anybody else, any expected results. Time to love learning, to love this process. You got to manage that joy. Make sure you're excited and itching to jump back into each new class, each new tool that you're working on. Remove the pressure of applying these tools to the professional world that you're in right now. Now is the time to make everything easier, and then we're going to unleash it all forever. Here we are, turning our attention to the second half of our Elysium Aesthetic course. Today's class, class number six, the specific and improvisational actor, turns our attention to the starting gun of this work. Specificity. The taste of it. The exact thing we know, the exact thing we don't know. What we're up against. The starting gun of our work is specificity. Last class, we dug into never settling for any taste of success, but knowing our finish line, the importance of a finish line, of that click. We had exercises that built the muscle of driving further until the click sets you free. Today, it's about going to the beginning of our race, the beginning of our work. Now that we can taste and know a finish line, laugh at the idea of ever stopping midway because it might be easier, now we know the riches of freedom that comes with hanging in there, doing the work, staring down doubt. Now that we have that surging in our veins, what does it take to get this process started? What does it take to break free of the cliche right at the start and jump on your own tracks? Not just getting started, not just doing the work and moving along a path, but finding your path, getting onto the tracks that are your journey, your artistic journey, your creative conveyor belt, setting the tone from the start, getting started in a way that sets you up for success is everything. It's crucial. It sets up not just the success, but the ease and the love of the journey. Before any journey begins, before any of these creative adventures get started, it's cliche, which means it belongs to everybody. How do we take something that we share, that anybody can play, a question anyone could be asked, a note anyone could be given, how do we start the journey of making it our own? What is the very best way for an actor to do that? This is what I get excited about. This is what I was interested in when I first got started. Wanting to break free of the sleepwalking path that we all go on, especially when it came to technique. How we're taught is how we learn, is how we practice, is how we rehearse, is how we perform. My first real acting training came from NYU's Meisner Extension. I was taught by Vicki Hart. And this Meisner technique that I was being taught was something that wasn't exactly what Sanford Meisner had taught. It was something that a person named Bill Esper had structured out of what he learned from being in Sanford Meisner's class. And now here, Vicki Hart is putting her stamp on this Meisner work. So I started to realize that personalization is really the only way any technique becomes real. Sanford Meisner is alive with what he knows, and he passes that on to the developing artists in front of him. Those developing artists 
take that information and make it know-how by personalizing it. They find capability in that. They feel they can do that work. It is their own. It's there for them. And then they go ahead with the passion of wanting to pass that on, and they structure that into something that gets passed on to the next teacher, to the next teacher, to the next teacher. And when you look around the world today, there are so many Meisner Studios sprinkled all throughout the country. It sort of reminds me of what's happened to bananas. <laughs> the copy and the copy of the seeds of bananas, we no longer have bananas anymore. They're gone. Bananas are gone. So are so many of the leaders who launched us in the ways that we think of acting training today. And our landscape is littered with other people's paths that we are finding ourselves on. Technique is as personal as the work that you do. How you're taught is how you grow, is how you practice, is how you rehearse, is how you perform. Everything is connected. If the technique, the teacher, the tools belong to somebody else, if they can't break free and find a way to be your path, then it's going to manifest inevitably in the work. The work is going to belong to somebody else and you get stuck in the cliche. You get stuck chasing after choices, trying to get to the center of the square. You get stuck in the average. You stop striving for transcendence, for strumming on that cord of human truth. You get stuck online, waiting for somebody to pick you, to like how you look, for your type to be right. We have to break free of the typecasting mentality. We have to break free of other people's paths and define our own, find the spark of our own and roar forward. It starts with technique. It starts with the tools you use and the perspective, the aesthetic you have. I think of the Elysium aesthetic like a tree, and there's tons of roots underneath the surface that spread out in all different directions. We have needs as actors, and we feed from wherever the door opens that takes us to another level. If it bothers us, that can inspire us to find our own way, and we do. We just don't stop. But what's the root root? Where does it all come from? Much of the credit is going to have to go to Konstantin Stanislavski. Konstantin Stanislavski and his company, the Moscow Art Theater in Russia. That's where all of this stuff, our modern way of thinking of acting, began. That's where it was born. When Stanislavski was getting started, the idea of good acting was someone who stood the right way, had their body shaped the right way, lilted their voice, presented all of the words that they were on stage. It was about the form. And then wouldn't you know it, Stanislavski sees a performance and a woman blushes. Well, blushing isn't fake. He goes back to see it again, and she blushes again. And something erupts inside of his soul, inside of his mind, and he says, how is this possible? How is this possible? This type of behavior is truthful human behavior. It is real. It's not something you can fake. It's something that's caused by the moment, by a truthful human experience. How can this be? Boom. Starting gun goes off. And Konstantin Stanislavski begins to work on those exercises, those muscle builders, those Olympic muscle builders that would surround the actors that he's inspiring, himself included, to try and find a way at repeatable truth. Now, Stanislavski changed his mind over and often, right up until his deathbed, they say. 
on his deathbed, he said, all that stuff that I had ever taught beforehand doesn't work. Nonsense. It's all about physical action. Stanisovsky went through many different stages in his life on this click of what it would be to empower an actor with repeatable truth. The Moscow Art Theatre Company toured and inspired people along the way, including many of the people that we think of as the giants of modern American acting technique. People like Lee Strasberg and his work in emotion, Stella Adler, her work in imagination, Sanford Meisner as well. At the end of the day, there is an artist who hungers for repeatable truth and sets his life's mission on finding different exercises, muscle builders, and what could be done for the actor to set up that type of success. We're on a noble path, inspired by a kindred spirit over a hundred years ago, and all of the work from then till now has moved everything forward. Anything we know, I think of as standing on the shoulders of giants. But it's our job to look from that vantage point further. To see more, know more, reach for more because of them. A lot has changed in the times that they were struggling with all of the questions and answers and how to move things forward. The world has changed a lot in the hundred plus years since Stanislavski began that adventure, began that hunt. If we're really trying to get at repeatable truth, truth is different now than it was a hundred years ago. Truth is different now than the movies you saw in the 1950s and 60s. Truth is different now than the movies in the 80s and the 90s. Truth is different now. We have access to different levels of our psychology, our physicality, our emotion. Our awareness is at a different level. Human beings are more empowered to go deeper. Our BS meters, our bullshit meters are much more fine-tuned right now. So when we talk about truthful acting, we need need more. And when we talk about truthful acting, we don't want that form to creep back up after a hundred years. We don't want it to be about the shape or the right way to do it, the right objective, the right action, the right way you should look, or the right type that you should be. We want to go further. We want a type of repeatable human truth. We want more. We need to be the sort of artists that continue to hunt for what's next. The Elysium aesthetic doesn't have a period at the end of our work. The hunt is always on. There's an aspect of the Williamson technique, an aspect of Michael Chekhov's work that inspires us. We wonder at it. We struggle with it. We personalize it in our own technique. We find ways that it moves us forward. Every single thing is fair game when it lands on our radar screen to bother us, to challenge us. Every tool and every technique and every perspective lands on the screen of the Elysium aesthetic. We wrestle with it. We personalize it. We never reject anything. There's information in all of it that's meant to move an actor further. Our goal is to unlock what is necessary for an actor to succeed. It's about what you are up against. It's about repeatable truth. It's about knowing that the hunt is always on. When I first got started teaching, I knew the finish line and I knew the starting gun. Those were the clearest things I understood as an actor. The finish line wants to be improvisational life, a type of freedom that comes with living truthfully. The starting gun is going to be specificity. The starting gun is the taste of confronting what you know, confronting what you don't know. Once it's real, once you're on the track of you, once it's no longer the idea of the thing... 
game on. That creative conveyor belt, your creative growth explodes forward. Those are the twin pillars of our creative growth, specificity and improvisation. And when I first got started teaching and I was organizing my principles, my perspectives, my way of being inspired by the many techniques and bothered by the way that many of these techniques are taught, for me, it clarified with being a specific and improvisational actor. That was the mission. And that was the first name of the technique that we now refer to as the Elysium Aesthetic. It was called the SNI actor, the specific and improvisational actor. I can promise you that the Elysium aesthetic is an ever-evolving series of tools, series of exercises, series of muscle builders and perspectives, and we are not in the business of slamming the door shut on inspiration. Everybody is a teammate here together. We're curious. We're trusting. We wonder at what's next. Every single year, we're going to update every single one of these tools. Some of them will be the same, but we want to know more. We want to know if a tool is still the very best way for me to be able to get my physical instrument to take in experiences without filter and release behavior without apology. Right now, this aspect of our physical practice, inspired by the Williamson technique, is serving us at the highest level that we could possibly know how, but we are on the hunt for what's next. If there are things that will take our imaginative possibility to a level that's deeper, higher, more permissive than the work we're doing in our imaginative playground and crossing that threshold, then you better believe that's going to find its way into our work. When that epiphany lands, I'm going to share that with you. We're going to update our site. We're going to update our clarity and our how-tos. We are always moving forward. We are on the search of complete transformation, of complete empowerment for you as an artist in your life, for you to have the instrument that is the grand majestic piano that plays the notes of your truth. This is the hunt that we are on. We want a repeatable raw truth. We want to break free from the crust of the cliche when it comes to technique. Just like we want to break free of the crust of cliche in any aspect of our work in transformation and getting into those imaginary circumstances and getting into the character. If we're not careful, we could just fall asleep and fall in line and just keep moving forward because that's the way everyone says it's supposed to be. I mean, I can only tell you how much is taken for granted in acting training that doesn't speak to what an actor deals with in the real world. We're after something that is you. We're after the tools that empower you. We're after your finish line. And when we talk about a starting gun for anything, it's your starting gun. Specificity is the key to launching yourself on a journey that you can believe in and you can trust right through to the final click. Specificity is a muscle. And so, of course, when we look at what we have on the agenda, as always, it's about knowing growing, accessing, and applying this muscle of specificity to our work. We're going to dig into the world of artistry, and we're going to use this eagerness to build our muscle of specificity. We're going to apply it to the hardest thing to be specific with. So the act of doing that is something that develops and sharpens this superpower, this key, this unique key to unlock success. Yeah, specificity is a key. There is a lock on the door, and when we can open that door, when we can open that door, the creative conveyor belt takes over. 
In each stage of growth, it's specificity that clicks, that opens our eyes to what's next, that trampolines us to the next level of growth. Specificity is the key. It's the key to your lock. Everything is locked. We're on the outside trying to get in, trying to get started in a process. We want to do the work to get to a finish line, but we're on the outside and we're banging on the door and we can't get in. That's the idea of the thing. That's when it's, uh, we belong on the outside because we belong with everybody else. We're not on our track yet, but there is a key. That key, we have to hunt for it. We have to find it. There's only one key for that lock, but when we find the key and unlock it, that key being specificity, then there's the click. That's the click that launches us into the next level of growth, into the next level, breaks us free from the cliche, from the purgatory, from the haze, from the just-like-everybody-else-ness of what it was like before specificity. Specificity is the taste of you, the taste of me, the taste that we taste, our unique flavor of the unknown. That's when we have it. That's when we get roaring forward. We search for specificity like we search for a key to a lock. There's activity there. There's a doing there. There's a hunt there. There's muscles to be built to get better at that search for specificity. But when we find it, when we unlock that door that holds us out, we're unlocking and launching into the inevitable click of knowing, into our finish line. If never settling for the first taste of success means I'm going to be driving forward to that finish line, then the muscle of being specific is the muscle of unlocking your truth, your click, your finish line. And like any muscle that we face, it can be challenged. It can be shaped. It can be strengthened. It can be built to set us up for success. Taking specificity, this vital aspect of personal growth, of personal freedom, of knowing your artistic truth, and turning all of this work into a super strength, into super ease, into super inevitable click of the finish line. Today's work, know, grow, access, and apply. Build and sharpen those muscles of specificity first in our artistry, using it and applying it then into the muscles of our instrument and using it and applying it into our transformational craft. By the time we're done, the new tools that will be joining our team are not only going to be launching us forward in our artistry, forward into fearless and forward into transformation, but they will be building the muscle of specificity, the muscle of you, the muscle of uniqueness, the muscle that breaks us away from everybody else, every other technique, every other way that somebody else is using this technique and grabs you and moves you on your track towards your success. Specificity, such a crucial muscle, a bookend, to the finish line, a starting gun for our creative growth. When we return from our first break, we'll start strengthening that muscle of specificity in the world of our artistry. We'll focus it in an area that is one of the most challenging areas to be specific. I can't wait to get started with this work, but let's enjoy the break. Take a deep breath, disconnecting for just a moment, finding the excitement and the itch to jump back in. And then, my friend, it's game on. 